This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Wednesday, October 4th, 2023, I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Luke Hamilton. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, a small plane spirals out of sky and crashes into Oregon home, killing two. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News, Samantha Riddle will be in with the Metro Huntington Weather Forecast, and Kyle Spaulding will be in with the FM88 Sports Report. The current temperature outside is a sunny 85. And now onto our top story. The stunning removal of Representative Kevin McCarthy as Speaker has left the House effectively paralyzed. Republicans are now struggling to bring order to their fractured majority, and they must now begin the difficult and potentially prolonged process of uniting around a new leader. The House will try to elect a Speaker as soon as next week. The members currently in the running are Majority Leader Steve Callis and Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan. They're expected to join in the race by Kevin Hearn, a chair of the Republican Study Committee, the largest GOP caucus in the House. It's unclear whether any candidate will be able to win the 218 votes needed to become Speaker. A unique 2030 World Cup is set to be played in Europe and Africa with the surprising addition of South America. The deal will allow FIFA to open the men's soccer tournament with a 100th birthday party in Uruguay. FIFA reached an agreement between soccer's continental leaders to accept it spearheaded by Spain and Portugal, which had already grown to include Morocco as co-host earlier this year. The agreement also includes South American countries Argentina, Paraguay, and Uruguay, who will host the game for each. The deal still needs formal approval at a meeting of FIFA's members' federations. FIFA also opened bidding for the 2034 World Cup, with only member federations from Asia and Oceania eligible. Saudi Arabia immediately entered the contest. A small plane crashed into an Oregon home today, killing two of its three passengers. Dramatic video showed the plane spiraling rapidly out of the sky as it fell towards the ground in Newburgh, about 25 miles southwest of Portland. Officials said the aircraft crashed through the roof of a home. Officials also said there were multiple people inside the home at the time, but they were able to evacuate safely, and no one was injured. Firefighters found two of the plane's passengers deceased at the scene. The third was airlifted to a Portland hospital with serious injuries. The once critical white COVID-19 vaccination cards are being phased out. Vaccines are not being distributed by the federal government anymore, so the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has stopped printing new cards. People can still get proof of vaccination from a doctor or state health department. Some states have online options that create a QR code. Health officials recommend keeping your card in a safe place if you still have one. New York City is challenging a unique legal agreement that requires it to provide emergency housing to anyone who asks for it. The city's shelter system is straining under a large influx of international migrants who have arrived since last year. The city filed a request today asking a court to allow it to suspend the requirement when there is a state of emergency where the shelter population of single adults increases at a rapid rate. The filing came as Mayor Eric Adams embarks on a four-day trip through Latin America where he will discourage people from coming to New York. 
Coming up, rape victim featured on an ad reemerges as focal point of abortion debate in Kentucky governor's race. That and more news from across the tri-state when News Center 88 returns, right after this. I'm Captain Pollution. I use my landfill powers to keep the people of Huntington satisfied with their consuming lifestyles. People enjoy the easy life, and what a success it's been. I have this region ranked in the top 25 nationally for air pollution. Is that a blue sky off in the distance? By using the citizens of Huntington to recycle their aluminium cans, plastics, paper, grocery bags, and glass, I will drain you of your landfill powers. That's only the beginning. Soon they'll be reusing or donating items, even composting. My influence over this valley comes through the people themselves. Their attitude of use and discard will always keep them under my power. This valley will never witness your fantasy of clean, Mr. Green. This consuming lifestyle is a facade, keeping dirty reality hidden. Stop listening to Captain Pollution's garbage. End the trash talk. This message brought to you by the eco-friendly WMUL. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back to Raleigh, North Carolina, here high atop Carter-Finley Stadium. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome inside Memorial Coliseum in Lexington, Kentucky. The Thundering Herd will be taking on the number 22 team in the country here in the fifth oldest stadium in college football, Nippert Stadium. Inside Value City Arena at Jerome Schottenstein Center. The Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Luke Hamilton. After two years of receiving federal subsidies, 220,000 child care programs across the country lost funding. Part of the largest investment in child care in U.S. history, the monthly payments ranged from hundreds to tens of thousands of dollars. The funding that ended Saturday was meant to stabilize the industry during the COVID-19 pandemic. Providers say ending it puts a risk puts at risk millions of children and their families. The Century Foundation, a progressive think tank in Washington, D.C., analyzed a provider survey and government data. It concluded that half of all providers are threatened in Arkansas, Montana, Utah, Virginia, West Virginia, and Washington, D.C. Republican Daniel Cameron has expressed sympathy for a woman who discussed the trauma of being raped by her stepfather in a campaign ad. But Cameron said he supports Kentucky's abortion ban that requires similar victims of rape and incest to carry their pregnancies to term. Cameron's comment came during a Monday night appearance on the Spectrum News 1. He expressed appreciation that she shared her story with him in the ad released by Democratic Governor Andy Bashir's campaign. Hadley Duvall, a Kentuckian featured in the ad, sounded unmoved by Cameron's comments. She says she was giving victims a voice they needed. The John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation has announced its 2023 Class of Fellows, often known as recipients of the Genius Grant. The 20 new MacArthur Fellows include a scientist who studied the airborne transmissions of diseases and a master hula dancer and cultural preservationist. The sitting U.S. poet Laureate and an attorney who documents the deaths of people in prison also are among those selected. Recipients of the fellowship receive a grant of $800,000 over five years and can spend the money however they want. The foundation oversees a nomination and review process to select the fellows, which often takes years. 
A growing number of states are offering dental care to low-income adults who once had to rely on charity or the emergency room to treat their tooth problems. From Tennessee to Maine, lawmakers have agreed to spend hundreds of millions of dollars so adults on Medicaid, the federal health program, can get dental care. The federal government doesn't require that states provide such care, but state lawmakers have come to embrace the idea that the expanded oral care saves money and has other health benefits. Nearly 30 states have begun offering or expanded care in the past three years. Coming up next, that blaring noise you heard? It was a test of the federal government's emergency alert system. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Mia Hamm. As a professional soccer player, I know how rewarding sports can be and how quickly injuries happen. So I've teamed up with the American Association of Orthodontists to ask athletes to play it safe. With my years of training, I know what it takes to become an expert, and orthodontists do too. They're the experts who help people obtain healthy, beautiful smiles. Wear mouth guards, face masks, and helmets to prevent injuries. Keep smiling and visit braces.org. The best news program in the nation as honored by the National Broadcasting Society. More than 130 live martial sporting events every year. One of the top college radio stations in the nation. 50 years of broadcasting excellence. 88.1 WMUL-FM. I was leaving an exercise class. All of a sudden, the pain started. My entire chest, shortness of breath, very fatigued, nauseated. Thought that it was nothing much, maybe just stress. You're having a heart attack. I'm healthy, I'm young. There's no way it could be my heart, no way. Heart disease doesn't discriminate. Listen to your body, go get checked. Heart disease is the number one killer in women. And this is something that we can fight. Visit GoRedForWomen.org to learn a woman's risk for heart disease. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best radio news reporting by the Society of Professional, Professional Journalists, Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Luke Hamilton. Some 75,000 Kaiser Permanente workers are taking to picket lines in multiple states over wages and staff shortages. Unions representing the workers who walked off the job today approved a strike for three days in California, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, and one day in Virginia and the District of Columbia. Doctors are not participating, and the company says it will keep its 39 hospitals open. Kaiser Union members say understaffing is boosting the hospital system's profits but hurting patients, while Kaiser say they offer better compensation than competitors. There have been... Um, a $1.2 billion Powerball jackpot will be will again be up for grabs after an 11-week stretch without a big winner. But no matter how large the prize size grows, the odds stay the same, and they're terrible. It's those odds of 1 in 292.2 million that make the jackpot so hard to win, and that the results in such a giant prize for the lucky player or players who managed to pick the game's six winning numbers. The Powerball jackpot on the line tonight is the world's seventh largest lottery prize. In most states, Powerball tickets cost $2, and buyers can choose their own numbers and a single Powerball, or leave that task to a computer. 
If your cell phone was on at 2.20 p.m. Eastern Time, you should have heard a loud noise and seen a message flash across your screen. That's when the U.S. government on today conducted its once-every-three-years nationwide test of the emergency alert system. Alerts also went out to the radio and television. The cell phone alerts went off at the White House during Press Secretary Karen Jean Pierre's briefing. Ahead of the test, organizations that work with abuse survivors who have secret phones recommend they turn them off so as not to have the blaring noise tip off their abusers. The last nationwide test was August 11, 2021. Google has unveiled a next-generation Pixel smartphones that line up lineup that will be infused excuse me with more artificial intelligence tools capable of writing captions about photos that also can be altered by the technology the injection of more artificial intelligence or ai into google's products marks another step in the company's attempt to bring more of the technology into the mainstream the next moves will include allowing its seven-year-old Google Assistant to tap into company's artificial intelligence chatbot, Bard, to perform tasks such as scanning photos taken on phone powered by Google's Android software and producing a caption suitable for posting on social media. Mourners bearing bouquets and cards are paying their respects to U.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein, whose casket is on display at San Francisco's City Hall. It is the building where Feinstein served as a board super supervisor and the city's first female mayor before departing for a groundbreaking career in Congress three decades ago. The San Francisco native is being remembered as an excuse me, as an indefatigable public servant and an inspiration to girls and women. She saved the city's iconic cable cars and brought national attention to the AIDS crisis. Speaker Nancy Pelosi called her the city's quote forever mayor unquote. Feinstein died Thursday. She was 90. Coming up next, Representative Patrick McHenry of North Carolina is the leader of the House, at least for now. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this. Are you tired of missing your favorite WMUL programming? No worries. Check out WMUL's online archive at marshall.edu slash WMUL. Every episode of our news and sports programming, every story from the New Center 88 and FM 88 sports teams, and much more. Marshall.edu slash WMUL. More than 100 million wild animals are killed each year illegally. Poaching is a major threat to our country's wildlife. I'm Tom Barry. I'm an actor with a desire to preserve living space for wildlife. The Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust does just that. Works with private landowners to protect wildlife to preserve natural habitats. To learn more or to work with the Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust, call 800-729-SAVE. That's 800-729-SAVE or visit wildlifelandtrust.org. Thank you. Does searching for good music on the radio feel like a wild goose chase? Hey, goose! Hey, come back here! Don't you get away from me! Aha! Gotcha! Ow! Well, your chase is over. Because throughout the week, WMUL plays many genres of music. From hip-hop to jazz to many flavors of alternative, WMUL has just what you're looking for. So don't be like this guy. Stop it, Goose! Tune in to 88.1 WMUL, the cutting edge. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Luke Hamilton. The future of Ohio's public education system hangs in the balance after a judge once again 
prevented the state from moving forward with a planned GOP-backed overhaul that a group of parents say is unconstitutional. Today, a Franklin County judge extended a temporary restraining order until October 20th. It's the latest move in a legal chess game that has Republican Governor Mike DeWine's office scrambling over how to ensure that 1.6 million schoolchildren still have a functioning education system. Despite the order, DeWine has gone forward with portions of the overhaul as of yesterday with the advice of his legal counsel. Attorneys in the lawsuit against him say he is blatantly violating that order. Republican California Congressman Kevin McCarthy's ouster from the speaker role has left the House of Representatives roiling. An essential body of American democracy no longer has an elected leader. Lawmakers were stunned yesterday when a House when a House speaker was voted out of leadership for the first time. The vacant speaker job comes as the House still grapples with the aftermath of the January 6, 2021 insurrection. A Republic, excuse me, a Republican Party is upheld in the United States contested role in global re- leadership. The House faces pressing questions of how to avert a government shutdown, whether to continue to fund Ukraine's defense against Russia's invasion and whether to proceed with an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Former President Donald Trump showed up for several hours on the third day of his New York civil fraud trial, complaining anew about his treatment before leaving for Florida. In court today, his lawyers cross-examined an accountant who prepared financial statements at the heart of the case. Trump's lawyers are trying to blame the accountant for any shortcomings in the statements. New York Attorney General Letita James' lawsuit accuses Trump and his business of exaggerating his wealth in financial statements that went to banks, insurers, and others. Outside the courtroom, his lawyers also appealed a key pretrial ruling. It found that Trump engaged in fraud by inflating the values of prized assets, including his Trump Tower penthouse. A new study finds that far more people are in harm's way as they move into high flood zones around the world, and that's adding to an increase in watery disasters from climate change. The study published in today's journal, journal Nature, looked at the world's settlements since 1985 using satellite data. It found the number of it found the number in the riskiest flood zones has increased by 122 percent compared to the 80 percent increase in the safest areas. An author of the study said urban migration plays a big part in the changes as people seeking better lives move to cities and often get stuck in risky areas because that's what they can afford. Now that Kevin McCarthy is out of his job as House Speaker, one of his top lieutenants is presiding over the chamber while the chamber figures out who will be the next leader. North Carolina GOP Republican Patrick McHenry took the gavel after yesterday's historic vote to oust McCarthy. According to House rules, McHenry was named essentially the acting speaker. McHenry was in his 10th term in Congress. McHenry had worked to help McCarthy win the speaker's contest in January and negotiate the debt limit deal that McCarthy made with President Joe Biden. McHenry also is the House Financial Services Committee chairman. And coming up, Samantha Riddle will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Kyle Spalding will be in with the FM88 FM88 Sports Report. Stay with us.
Does showing up for work at a ballpark or an arena sound good to you? A Marshall University sports journalism degree can get you there. Sports journalism at Marshall is important. It's serious and it's big business. Sports media and communications careers are some of the most competitive and marketable worldwide in a multi-billion dollar industry. We'll prepare you to think critically, report accurately, and artfully tell the stories on and off the field or court. If this sounds like you, the Marshall School of Journalism is ready and eager to start your journey. Learn more at marshall.edu slash SOJMC. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back, everyone, to Lexington, Kentucky. It is still survive in advance time. Welcome back in to Fifth Third Arena, Cincinnati, Ohio. The Marshall Thundering Herd lead the 24th-ranked team in the country, the Cincinnati Bearcats, back here at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Marshall sports journalism graduates learn transferable skills that score competitive careers. It's time for you to get in the game. Critical thinking, communication, and commitment to accuracy are desired skills in an expanding job market. Sports journalism and sports communication careers are some of the most coveted positions in the country. The Marshall University School of Journalism and Mass Communications is ready and eager to help you start your journey. Learn more at marshall.edu sojmc. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Samantha Riddle, and it is now time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a sunny 85 degrees. Tonight we will dip down into the lower 60s, making it a nice night to have a friendly bowling competition. Tomorrow we will see highs around 83 with lows near 63, with some showers expected late in the evening. As we look towards this week, Friday we'll see highs in the mid-70s and lows in the upper 40s. Today in weather history, on this day in 1989, unseasonably cold weather continued in the north-central U.S., with freezing temperatures reported across much of the area from eastern North Dakota to Michigan and northwest Ohio. Thirteen cities reported record low temperatures for the date, including St. Cloud, Man Minnesota, which has the cold spot in the nation with a morning low of 19 degrees. Thank you to weather4u.com for that information. And that does it for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a sunny 85 degrees. For News Center 88, I'm Samantha Riddle. Thanks, Samantha. Now, Kyle Spalding joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report. Thanks, guys. In Marshall Thundering Herd Athletics news, the Marshall men's golf team finished fourth at the Tom Tontamonia Invitational at Lakewood Country Club in Westlake, Ohio. Both Andrew Wiss and Cameron Jarvis shot a 67 in the final round of play on Tuesday to push Marshall into the fourth place position. Every golfer on the Marshall squad that played in the team event shot even par or better, which was the best improvement of any team that played during the final day. Joseph Kalaski had a rough start on the final day, but turned it around by hitting for a birdie on four of his final six holes. The impressive stretch moved him into a tie for 12th place, finishing with a score of 71. Wiss started the day on hole nine and showed out with one of his best performances as a member of the Marshall golf team, as he shot five under 30 on the Lakewood's back nine. Jarvis closed out his journey to scoring 67 by hitting for birdie on five of his final 10 holes. 
Ryan Bilby had a phenomenal moment on hole six, which is a 566-yard par five hole. Bilby hit the only eagle hole six would see throughout the entire competition. In Marshall women's golf, the team finished in third place at the Butler Fall Invitational at the Highland Country Club on Tuesday in Indianapolis, Indiana. The herd finished with the best final round score out of all 16 other program's teams, which pushed them into their third place finish. After some big performances during the final round, Marshall had four players finish in the top 20 at the end of the Invitational. Olivia Cochan finished with two birdies and tied for fourth place. Casey McIlvain finished with two birdies and tied for sixth place. Emily McLatchy finished with three birdies and tied for 14th place. And finally, Abby Bull finished with three birdies and tied for 18th place. Marshall Women's Golf's next competition will be on October 9th and 10th at the UNCG Fall Invitational in Greensboro, North Carolina. In Marshall Volleyball News, the team is set to face off against the Troy Trojans in two Sunbelt Conference matchups on Friday at 6 p.m. and Saturday at 2 p.m. at home in the Cam Henderson Center. The herd is currently 2-2 two and two in conference play, while the Trojans are currently undefeated with a conference record of 4-0. and oh. For the herd, the team is ranked ninth in the nation in Team Diggs with 1,081, 14th in kills with 865, and 17th in assists with 796. It currently leads the Sun Belt Conference in kills and assists. Bryn Brown is ranked in third place nationally with three triple-doubles on the season, and Lydia Montague is ranked fourth in the conference in blocks with 67. For the Trojans, the team has a perfect record in conference play after sweeping Louisiana and Southern Miss. Troy has only dropped two sets in its last five matches, and Tory Hester ranks fifth in the conference in points with 227 and seventh in kills with 199. In Marshall soccer news, the men's team is set to defend its 10-0 undefeated record against Georgia State at home on Saturday at 7.15 p.m. The women's team is set to face off against Old Dominion University at home tomorrow at 6 p.m. Marshall men's soccer is still currently ranked at number one in the nation and also tied for second in scoring offense with an average of three goals per game, fourth in goals against with a .400 average, and fifth in assists per game, averaging 2.9. For FM88 Sports, I'm Kyle Spall. Thanks, Kyle. Coming up, Tiger King animal trainer Doc Antle gets suspended sentencing, sus, excuse me, suspended sentence for wildlife trafficking in Virginia. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88. Robin, are you seeing this? Yes, it seems like some sort of. There's someone here. What? It sounds like alternative and hip hop. <laughs> And jazz and blue. Mm. Is that award-winning news of sports? Gee Wilkers, Batman, what's going on? It's it's green. It's white. It's WNUL. 88.1, saving the world from bad radio. And where's Harvey Dent? Mr. Detweiler, we're all finished. Mm-hmm. 
What? Your knee replacement went great, and it's all because of you. What did I do? You were captain of Team Detweiler. You told us everything. Medical history, allergies. You asked us tons of questions. Huh. I guess I did kind of run the whole operation, didn't I? We couldn't have done it without you. Patient safety. It takes a team. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons with more tips at orthoinfo.org slash patient safety. Golly, there's nothing to do. Wally is at baseball practice. Jane has her piano lesson. It's Friday afternoon and Timmy's having a little trouble with boredom. You know, Timmy, the best way to beat boredom is join an after-school program. Nice try. Take Sue to the malt shop? Not quite. Well, what is it? Listening to WMUL, of course. Why didn't I think of that? 88.1, right? You're catching on. Boredom will be a thing of the past once you listen to 88.1 WMUL. And finally today on News Center 88, Virginia's Attorney General says an animal trainer featured in the popular Netflix series Tiger King has received a suspended two-year sentence after being convicted of wildlife trafficking. Attorney General Jason Mayeres said yesterday that Doc Antle is also banned from owning and dealing in exotic wild animals in the state for five years. A jury convicted Antle in June of two felony counts, each of wildlife trafficking and conspiring to wildlife traffic. Antle owns the Myrtle Beach Safari and appeared in the Netflix documentary Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. Prosecutors said Myrtle Beach Safari's lucrative petting zoo motivated Antle to maintain a steady supply of immature lion cubs. And that does it for this edition of News Center 88. Tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the Tri-State area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Luke Hamilton, Samantha Riddle, Kyle Spaulding, Peyton Sisko, and for the entire News Center 88 team, I'm Emma Johnson, and your thought of the day is the greatest use of a life is to spend it on something that will outlast it. William James.